This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast, easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code GIRLS. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Girls After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Girls After Show. Oh, I need a ball in my mouth. <laughs> wow, welcome. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fabulous Girls After Show. We're in Season 3, Episode 9, and this episode was slow. And we're talking about all kinds of things tonight. I am your host, Kelly. And as always, I have some glammed up, wonderful, beautiful ladies with me tonight. Hi, I'm Miriam. And I'm Spicy Muddy. We're prepared for the Oscars tonight. Yes, we are. Yes, yes, yes. All right, this was a pretty emotional episode. We got to kind of take an inside peek into Hannah's life in this episode, which is something we really haven't done aside from the glimpse between her relationship with her and her parents. Yes. So I really thought this was interesting because we got to kind of see more into her mom's side of the family mm-hmm. and kind of what they think about her dad, kind of what they think of Hannah and what they kind of think of each other. What did you guys think about it? It was great to see why Hannah is so bonkers. Like, we always talk about how lost she is and how, you know, uh, I guess self-involved she is. Mm-hmm. But it's it was amazing to see her aunts and her being a product of her environment because she's exactly just like them. And her cousin. I thought that was a great, like, behind the behind the life of Hannah. I thought it was really the casting on the sisters was and the entire family was perfect. Amazing. Because they honestly seriously looked all like they could be related. Absolutely. And so um that I think added to the whole flavor and the feel of making it feel real and like you were really a part of their adventure at the hospital and grandma dying and even grandma. She looked like an old yeah. version of Hannah. Yeah, yeah. They, they really did look like they could all be related. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was really great. And just kind of seeing the sisters fighting and how I thought it was interesting. And, you know, recently, well, I guess a couple of years ago, my family kind of went through the same thing when my grandma had passed away. So it was very, this episode was very relatable same. to me and a little bit like difficult to kind of watch just going through the motions of what happens and the kind of like things that you have to get together mm-hmm. and the sisters are sitting around putting post-its on things that they want. That's so bad. I mean, it's like she, the woman's not even dead yet. I mean, mm-hmm. when my grandmother and my grandfather passed, there was no post-its. It was like, all right, let's pack up their stuff and get ready for whatever's going to happen. Let's start preparing because we knew mm-hmm. what was going on. But the fact that, and I guess people do do the post-it thing, but to me it was like, really? She doesn't even have a foot in the grave yet. Right. Like, it's just not appropriate time and it's like, you know, they live in different cities. What are you going to take? And they're all upset that, you know, the one sister, Sissy, is getting the house and she wants the ring and she feels like she deserves it, but she doesn't have any um, family, like heirloom, like children to pass it down to. And so the fighting about that got really realistic as far as like the divvying up of things and who's going to get what. And the fact that that truly does happen when someone passes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like for a second, I wanted to like my, and the thought in my mind was, isn't there a trust? Isn't there a will that this would already all be spelled out? Well, I think for the big stuff, it already was because they knew like Sissy, since she had been there kind of taking care of her for the most part, she, from what I got out of the episode, she seemed to live there. She takes Mm -hmm. the closest care of her with her medicines and everything. So she is probably along with the house going to have to take on the responsibility of what all that entails. And I think they were kind of going through like the smaller items, kind of like the everyday things like the jewelry and the keepsakes and that sort of stuff. The vases and yeah. Pictures on the wall. Pictures on, yeah, pictures on the wall, like all, all that, that sort of thing. That's my favorite jewelry box. <laughs> Their bickering was so realistic, though. Yeah. Like, it literally sounded like my aunt's, like exact, mm-hmm. but just, you know, in English. So, <laughs> but that's yeah. exactly how, that's exactly how, you know, sisters fight with each other. Mm-hmm. And when, when it gets that, that sentimental time, everything that didn't have value before now has value. Mom used to drink out of this mug. Uh, we want the family ring. And when I was thinking about that, I was like, gosh, what would I want of my mom's? Oh, no, I'm definitely getting her jewelry. Like, I started to think <laughs> about that because it all holds sentimental value. Yeah. But I thought it was funny that they were fighting over who would get the ring based on who's going to be married first. And we never really discussed whether Hannah and Adam were ever going to be married. So this is the first time that marriage was brought up on the episode. Yes, which makes it really interesting. And I, I really have to say that I really love the way this episode was written in that regard. Mm-hmm. Because when you're at that age, or really if, if, if you're not one of the girls that kind of grows up with the kind of like ideal of all you want to do is kind of get married, have kids, and that's really part of your life. Not all you want to do, but that's part of your path which is not part of Hannah's, when it finally gets thrown at you and you think about it, you go through a bunch of different emotions kind of like all at once, I think, because it's not something that you'd always thought about. And when you start to think about it, and you think it's not really a big deal, but just the way we saw Hannah react to it. Mm-hmm. First, her mom asks her to lie to her grandma about it to kind of let her have peace before she dies. Right. To know that one of her grand, you know, grandkids is going to, you know, get married and have this particular life, and she, you know, talks it over with Adam, and they go through it, and then she gets upset, and she doesn't even understand why she's upset. <laughs> and I thought that was so great because yeah. I feel like that's such a realistic way to kind of go through it when you think about it. You don't really know if it matters. All of a sudden, it matters all at once, and then you're mad. And I thought it was really funny. You know, and and it's the fact that for some messed up reason, we are brought up in a society where that's normal to be go down the traditional 50s, find a guy, you know, have your career, have, you know, you know, get married, have a little white picket fence and have babies. That's what we're society kind of makes us feel like we need to do. Mm -hmm. But girls like Hannah and I mean, I can relate to this. Not in a rush, not really thinking about it, very focused on career. Um, you know, if it happens, great, but not really on the forefront of, of the list of things that are important. And so for her to, and it's the dreaded conversation. I mean, I know I've had to have that conversation with like an ex in the past or couple of them actually where it's like okay well where do you want this to go and it's like well if we're dating for five years I'm hoping in that direction but if if it's just casual and like whatever it's not a priority and even even for a long period of time it's not a priority and so for him to and her to have this conversation you could feel the awkwardness and the Mm-hmm. Like, you know, of course she's like, well, I figured we were going down that road. They live together. Mm-hmm. They've been together now for quite some time. And now it's like, 
whoa, that becomes a focus. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, neither one of them, I think, were prepared to deal with that conversation. And that's why that conversation, I mean, if it wasn't for Hannah's mother bringing it up, it wouldn't have been had. Right. No, and I, I like the way that she handled it, actually, and I like the way that he did as well. Because he said, you know, I don't know. I'm truly committed to you 100% at this point. And yeah. just kind of the way that he said <laughs> it. And then I like the way that she was starting to get upset. She didn't she didn't want to fly off the handle, so she just tells him, I'm getting upset. I'm starting to get mad for reasons I can't understand. I've got to go. Well, and I appreciated that. Yeah, I think that in that situation, I don't think that no, – and no woman wants to pressure – someone to marry yeah. them or put the pressure right. on like, hey, we need to start thinking about this and get responsible and serious now. And Hannah's already not a serious, responsible person and neither is Adam. So now they're talking about a serious issue that otherwise wouldn't be discussed like you guys said. But I think every woman wants the option or the person to at least want to marry them. Mm-hmm. And when you think that that option is taken away, now you're infuriated because you gosh, you got to at least want to marry me and that be, you know, the potential of it being there. And how long do you continue having sex and boyfriends until you decide, you know what, one of you guys has to be the one? Because potentially or eventually you're supposed to be dating to finally find your husband. That's the point of dating all these people is because you're figuring out what you want long term. Right. You're weeding out the crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, do, you, do you feel like it's one of those cases where when somebody takes it off the table, then all of a sudden that's all you think about and of that's all you course. want? Of course. I think what happens is is we want what we can't have. And mm-hmm. it's like like me personally, I'm it's I'm nor here nor there. If it happens, awesome. But tell me I can't have it. It's all you're going to It's all I think. I'm like, all right, so, um, so when are we getting married? Yeah. So when are we getting married? But you know what? But I'm the person that's like, like you know, I've said to, to an ex in the past, I'm like, I never brought that up. That was never my intention. And until I do, there's no reason to sweat it. I think for Hannah, she was definitely having that moment where, yes, it was taken off the table, and she's like, "Well, I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. We're now spending all this time together. We're shacking up. We are, you know, living. I mean, they're so happy as a couple. It's I love I'm in love with them, them yeah. as a couple. I like how they seem to complement each other pretty well. And it's really interesting how the way that these episodes, the last few episodes, people are trying to kind of pull them apart and plant things." in oh, Hannah's head true. about Adam. It was the last episode, episode before that, and kind of just like all of these things, more so in the last episode and now her mom tonight. Just pointing out, and I didn't, you know, that conversation that her mom you know, had with her, I didn't necessarily, I think she was just basically telling her to keep her options open because of her relationship with her, with Hannah's dad. Because you remember the fights between the sisters? Yeah. And mm-hmm. they were talking about how odd that he was, that mm-hmm. Hannah's dad was. But he was also a catch. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day when they hooked up, he was the catch. He just, you know, had the, was it the brain of a poodle or something like that? Or the personality toy, or something. Of a toy <laughs> poodle or something. And it's like, yeah. you know, she doesn't want her to repeat the same mistakes that right. she possibly may have made. But I think that in the case with Hannah and Adam, and it's really unfortunate because this is what happens. People start getting, um, you give too much people information, they start giving you unwanted opinions. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know what, you don't know my situation, you don't even know if I even want that. And so what is it any of your business? Right. And so for her, for all of these people to start chiming in on something they have no idea about, it starts, you know, it's playing in Hannah's mind at this point. And now that the marriage conversation is on the table and he's like, 
like any normal guy would be scared. Mm-hmm. You know, she's freaking out because it's like, here's a, yet another thing that somebody's put in front of me that I didn't even think about. But yeah. as a mother, and my mom does this all the time, no matter who I'm dating, they're going to form an impression. And so, yeah. and based off of what the boyfriend is giving the mom, she's going to use discernment and forewarn her daughter because every mom has been through a bad relationship or right. somebody she's regretted being with or marrying. Obviously, the other aunt didn't have a successful marriage. And so sometimes it becomes a repetitive you know, pattern in your family with the choices that you make. So I think her mom was doing it more protecting out of wisdom. I don't think it was to hurt Hannah. But as a parent, you have to speak up or you're not parenting. And although it's none of the mom's business per se, when you love your child, it becomes your business. And I don't think that she did it in a very malicious way at all. I think she was just making a point, just saying, you know, he's a great guy, but I don't want you to spend your life socializing him and making the world a nicer place for him. Right. That's a lot. It takes a lot of energy and a lot of time if he's not going to give a little and help with that, too. Absolutely. Which totally makes sense. But haven't we seen Adam socializing lately? I mean, he starts helping the friends. He's been getting more involved. Now he's a part of a huge production. All those require social skills. He's making a new friend that he's bringing over to the girls. We're definitely watching him like, grow. Yeah, which I feel is something like he's that, progressing. Yes, which is something that the mom's not seeing, which is what Hannah was basically like, you're talking about something that you don't know. Right. And she got closed off and defensive. And, and anybody I get would over their man. Right, exactly. I will say this on her mom's defense. Mothers always have an intuition about stuff like that. Boom. And mm-hmm. so she just has, you know, like we could be blissfully happy and so excited and in love and kissy face and the world is freaking perfect. Is it? Is it really? Mm-hmm. Not really. And so mom knowing who we are as individuals and then seeing the guy that comes into our life, they know if we deserve better than that. And they'll be, you know, for her to say it to her, though, I'm like, my mother wouldn't say it to me. My mom she knows I do would. the opposite. She told me oh, after. Totally my mom has me. done it. Yeah. And that guy's not here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm a rebellious person. So my mom, in my situation, like, she knew that my ex-fiance wasn't right for me. She knew that if she said that to me, that I would go run off and get married. Mm. So you have to be gentle. And that's the thing that makes me concerned with someone like Hannah, who's a little, I mean, she's definitely dependent on her parents, but could she be the rebellious type, you know, and say, well, you know what, you don't know Adam, and then go and run off with him, and then learn the hard way. I don't see her that. doing that. I don't see her doing that either, and I don't think that the mother was necessarily telling her not to stay with him. Mm-hmm. I think she was just giving her a different way to look at it. And really just kind of, just take get? just take a look at your life, you know. There's just, always better. Just take a look and make sure, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there, you know, it's that whole grass is greener syndrome, right. but at the same time, take a look at your situation, because people do grow, and they're at an age where they do grow, they mature, and things will change, because they're still relatively young. So he can kind of come into his own at some point. And it is taking him a lot longer. And I think that, you know, pointing that out and just saying kind of look around, keep your eyes open and look at what you're doing isn't necessarily like that's not the right person for you. No, it's and, and it's not so much the grass is greener on the opposite side because the way that I always look at that phrase, the grass may be greener on the opposite side, but somebody still has to mow it and water it. Mm-hmm. It's more the world is your oyster, pick your pearl. And there are going to be bigger pearls and better pearls and bigger and shinier Something that's going to be just right for you. 
This is kind of but a again, dingy I feel pearl. like it's kind of the same thing. It's though. a dingy pearl. Let's not forget, nobody's throwing themselves at Hannah. So <laughs> keep hey, your hey. options open. <laughs> it's right. Hannah, the okay? The cutie at the office, at GQ office. She doesn't like her. With. He well, likes the other know. girl. He likes the the um, the yeah, black girl with the braids. Yeah, he likes Karen. Yeah, like no, it's. I'm sorry, Hannah. Not she. Not, she doesn't need to be grateful for Adam, but she needs to be grateful that she's one of the fortunate ones, one of the millions of billions of people that found love. Mm-hmm. And so appreciate the moment. You know, if it comes to the point where Adam starts to mistreat her and the relationship's not going anywhere, then she should start to consider keeping her options open. But they're doing great right now. Well, but also, she doesn't need to babysit him, and she doesn't need to be the mom to him. And I think that's kind of the point that her mother was making. That he, you know, he has all these frivolous jobs. He doesn't have anything steady. Mm-hmm. Now we're starting to see. We'll see what happens with his acting career. But this is one of the many things he was trying to do. And I think that's her point. Is that he's not a stable influence in your life. Okay. And I think that's kind of like where she was going with Ironically, that. he's the one that takes care of Hannah. That's though. what I'm I know. Saying. That's I, what I was I, just I'm, about to say. I'm not. I get it. I get it. Career-wise, Adam isn't necessarily on the right track for that. You know, in that area, and right. Hannah just got on the right track. And I do think that your man should be the leader in the relationship as far as the provider's concerned. But emotionally and mentally and intellectually, Adam is there, and he actually makes Hannah more accountable and a deeper person because she's not deep at all. And so he brings mm-hmm. that out of her, like the internal part, the spiritual part, you know, all the stuff that she's missing as a human, mm-hmm. he brings that out of her. Well, I think this is how, at least right now, I think this is how they're kind of like balancing each other because he's bringing that to her and she's helping him stabilize as right. far as like finding something steady believing in him that he can do these things that he wants. She's very encouraging to him, which mm-hmm. I really she like. Is. Even when she, you know, was afraid that he was going to run off and, you know, do whatever <laughs> he does on Broadway after that interview. But she talked to him about it. I was and proud she, of her. I was too. And she's, you know, she's very open and she's, you know, d- makes it a point to say, I'm still, I'm very proud of what you're doing. I don't want you not to do it. But this is just what my fears are. And I feel like that's great. And that's kind of how... I think that it's working for them right now. That was the communication, too, right? Right. They do have a stellar communication, and we saw that before the dinner party, and then how he interacted with her friends, and the communication after, and how he doesn't want to be part of that. So Mm -hmm. their communication has definitely, I mean, it's better than most people I know. They're very honest. It's way better than most people I know. Way better than a lot of, like, old married couples. Their communication's way better. Yeah. Yeah. I I think they're fearless with each other. There's not really a discomfort or a what is he going to think. Well, they've already been at their, I mean, they've already seen each other kind of, like, at the lowest. So what's you know because they're not thinking marriage. They have nothing to lose by being honest with one another. Right. They're, they're not thinking long term. Yeah. It's like okay, I feel like this, and that's just that deal. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're when your head's in the trying to go down that traditional path that everyone feels we should be going down, you start to not have a good communication. But also, they also went through all that psycho stuff when, like, she was chasing him, and then he was chasing her, right. and then she called the police, and then she went nuts on her oath. They, they've already been through yeah. a lot of drama. It can't get any drama. more embarrassing. Exactly. It's like, okay, <laughs> now we've just got, like, this is what it is. And I think kind of, like, after you go through, like, all of that mess, it makes it easier to just kind of cut the crap and just communicate. Like, you saw she wasn't even embarrassed for the way that her aunts were acting in no. front of him. The, the aunt... The mom was more embarrassed, you know, than she mm-hmm. was. She kind of was just like, oh, hey, this is my boyfriend. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I think in itself is great. He didn't seem to be uncomfortable. He stood there and was like, it's cool. It's like enchilada night at my house. Right. That was hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. And then, you know, he has the pee. So what does he do walking into the isolation room? I'm like, 
I hope they had a bathroom in there. I hope so too. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Isolated from the entire hospital. Or you peed in a cup. It is a hospital. It is Adam. It is Adam. So this episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast, easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off of your first purchase, go to squarespace.com and use the promotional code GIRLS. It's a really great, great place if you want to create your website. They have 24-7 support where you can, you know, call. Like, I know me. I work in the middle of the night. I mean, I think Friday night I work till 4.30 in the morning, and I decided to start playing on my website and editing, and it's just as easy because if I have a problem, I can call and somebody's there, and that's really great. And they have all different types of... um things that you can use on the website. It's easy to use. You can drag things down. Um, Like, I wish they had this 10 years ago when I was trying to start my website. (laughs) Because like I said before, I've I've actually offered to pay like $5,000, $6,000 to have it done. And I was like, no, that's just crazy now. So this makes it so much easier for you to use. Um, You know, there's, they have really cool designs that you can work on and responsive designs as well. Um, You can connect all of your different accounts, your Instagram, your uh, Twitter, your LinkedIn, your Google Plus, your uh, how many media social outlets? (laughs) I know. You can can smash them all into one and that makes it this website, you know, creating your website on squarespace.com makes that easy for you. It also has a commerce platform, which is really great, where if you're like me where I sell my autograph, uh, I can easily just set up shop there and, you know, have a whole exchange there. So that's really cool. All of this only takes a few minutes to do. And the cool part is, is it's only $8 a month. If you sign up for a year, you get your domain name for free. And, I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that. So. Do they do... Um they, oh, you said already that they have host or hosting and web support and like all of yeah, that. So you can do like one stop shop. Twenty four seven. You can just do everything and everything's easy to upload too. It's nice. Yeah, I'm I'm digging it right now. I've been playing a lot. They're so. open twenty four seven to take your calls. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Oh, I'm gonna call them when I get lonely. <laughs> What are you guys doing over there? <laughs> Tell me about this first day. Walk me through it, with, you know, one step at a time. And they're like, okay, it's easy. And you were like, oh, okay, so what's your name, John? Right. How was your weekend? <laughs> but anyway, you guys are awesome. Go to squarespace.com, use a promotional code, girls, and start your website or your online portfolio there. Awesome. Yeah. Let's talk about Rebecca. The oh, cousin. Rebecca. Let's talk about Rebecca. Strange. Rebecca reminded me of a harsher Hannah. A serious Hannah. Mm-hmm. A Hannah that is career oriented, but still Hannah nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Self-absorbed and kind of like in la-la land, but career oriented. A more like an angrier Hannah. A oh, bitter. Yeah. yeah, she's Definitely bitter. Definitely bitter and angry. And we've, you know, come to find out that Hannah spilled the beans when she was seven about Rebecca's father going to prison for insider <laughs> trading. And that's why she's bitter. And, As yes. somebody who has daddy issues, mm-hmm. when you are fatherless, then it creates a, a, a wall. You you start to have a little bit of resentment. Yeah. Uh, and Hannah does have a father. And so her insensitivity to her cousin, and that's supposed to be your family member who you're supposed to love and protect, right. and you're the older cousin, you just crush somebody's, you know, her heart. And so she's holding on to that. Right. And not to men- mention, Hannah's a brat, too. So she and probably way, did a lot of stuff as a child. But the way that she dismisses it, and she tells her, come on, he was an insider trader, he wasn't human trafficking. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but that, again, goes back to Hannah's just real insensitivity. Like, she just doesn't get it. Yeah. And we see that play out a lot throughout the episode, because even when she's with her mother in the hospital room with their grandma, and her aunt tells her, go get your mother something to eat, and she's like, oh, can't she just eat something off this tray? Like, she 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 just 
doesn't think. just doesn't think about no. other people mm-hmm. like like that. She just doesn't. And we kind of see that play out with, with Rebecca. And kind of the way that she handled Rebecca's rudeness, though, I felt was pretty interesting. Yeah. She was, you know, just like, do, do you like me? Do you really want to hang out with me? Because it doesn't feel like you do. Well, I mean, she goes <laughs> and she starts associating one of her ex-boyfriends with every personality trait that Hannah had. <laughs> and he just so happens to be a writer as well. Mm-hmm. So when she starts running down that list, I think Hannah, at that point, she's like, you're talking about me. Right. Like, what are you doing? Why do you want to hang out with me? Why do you want to go to a bar? And why aren't you drinking? Well, this is the kind of place I thought you'd like to go to. Like, someone like you goes to. Mm-hmm. What's someone like me? What mm-hmm. are you talking about? And so to see that interaction with them was just, oh, it was classic. I mean, there was a little rivalry there, too. And I think that her nitpickiness, I I don't don't know if she really had these ex-boyfriends and the current boyfriend that she's dealing with, or those were just her excuses to try to belittle. The current boyfriend only wants to date her on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, I don't know if that was like belittle Hannah. I don't know what was going on with that. And if she has, she might have relationship issues because she does have daddy issues. Right. And so that could be attributed to that and a self-esteem issue. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that she was free to tell Hannah that grandma said that she was loose. And Hannah was like, <laughs> well, what did she say? Grandma said you were not funny uh-huh. or something like that. They both were, they were rivaling each yeah, other. Yeah, it was definitely a competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like what the, the sisters were doing, her aunts. Yeah, they have a very similar relationship as as their their parent or their mothers do. I like how Hannah was like, you know, I wish that we could be normal cousins. We're like, we you know, spend you know the summer together and sleep in the same bed and you know jump in the lake together. But Get molested by the same person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't. But we we're, didn't. We're, not kind of, we're not those kind of we're not that kind of family. But then she randomly brings up the fact that Hannah made her touch herself when they were seven. Right. I'm not gonna say that is very common. It I is. hear that that's very common that little kids. Um, uh, act out and yeah, and make you and do things that they saw on t- TV or mm-hmm. that uh, they you know have seen. But Hannah had no recollection of that, and so that was another thing: is the cousin making that up? Did Rebecca just make that up to make Hannah feel uncomfortable, or, or was that really else true? Do that with her, and she's just attributing to Hannah. Or sometimes is Hannah that, just you know choosing not to remember, something or maybe right Hannah that. just doesn't remember. Because I can see Hannah actually doing that. Like, Probably. I mean, <laughs> touching cha- she takes chachis. <laughs> right. You know exactly. The thing is. The the interesting part was after the sisters fight and Adam goes into the isolation room to pee, you know, Hannah reaches over close to her chachi and holds her <laughs> I hand. I thought she, she was, was like, going to say something to her about exactly. that, too. So it's like she possibly could be making it up or imagining it. You know, uh, this is a little girl that has a lot of daddy issues. and mm, Yeah, maybe. Anything's it, absolutely it, possible, it's for sure. Because, you know, if that was something that you were so concerned with, you would have been like, um, no, I'm good. But she held her hand, and they were there to console each other after getting into that yeah, well, car Well, it's not like accident. Hannah was touching her. She was just telling her to touch herself. Oh, my God. And that was the funniest scene <laughs> in the entire planet. I'm not like, dismissing that at all. It's I'm not. I'm no, just, of course. <laughs> but, no, it was the funniest thing to see because, you know, she was, like, you know, texting. She's like, my chachis are all over you. <laughs> yeah, my, my chachi, chachi hands. hands. And, she you know, she's, like, going and petting the on texting her. and driving from by the soon-to-be doctor. Oh, my God. I, like... Personally, for me, as I'm watching her do that, I'm like, look up at the road. She, yeah, yeah, neither she, one she of them are looking at the road. We knew that that was going to happen, yeah. though. We totally knew that was going to happen. And I like how Adam comes, like, running in and just kind of the way that he was worried. And he mm-hmm. looks, she has one little cut on her forehead. And he's like, <laughs> you don't just text car wreck. <laughs> 
he genuinely cares for her. Yeah, he, he, he really does. He really does. I think they've come a long, long way. Yeah. And as much as she didn't want to hear the criticism from her mom, I mean, I get what her mom is saying. Yeah. But then again, we are seeing his character grow and both of them actually. So maybe. But will it be enough? That's the we'll question. See. Yeah. Will it be enough? Yeah. I mean, as we see from the previews, they're already starting to have issues <laughs> in the, in the <laughs> bedroom. Who wants to deal with it? I'm like... Who's going to deal with Hannah? You know what? What real man is going to date Hannah? Hello, the guy, the older guy. The the doctor? The doctor, the episode with the doctor that nobody liked, which I loved. I I love that that one, too. But where is he now? He went back to reality. (laughs) She left him, okay? Anything's possible. Anything is possible. In a city, especially like New York, Only a person with issues... Who is just like Hannah would deal with Hannah? Not really. I don't think so. I think that if once she starts growing and we see that she's growing, there's a possibility like Shoshana and Adam, I mean, and Ray, you grow apart, you know? You do. Some people are there to kind of help you on your way, and some people are there for the long haul. I mean, and we'll see her, which one, you know, which one Adam turns out to be. Her new job and newfound paycheck, she's now starting to match. Yeah, her That's clothing true. is starting to make sense. I thought it was so. cool that this time on the girls episode, we didn't see any of her girlfriends. We saw only girls as family members. Yes. It was all family members, no and friends. Adam. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Adam. But he was, you know, the one, you know, male in, in the episode. But I just thought that that was pretty cool. None of the girlfriends were on this episode. No, and we we kind of saw the interaction kind of like the girls do with the mom and sisters, mm-hmm. which was, you know, kind of, it was like it an was, older version of themselves. Mm-hmm. And it was it was nice to see that kind of dive, you know kind of digging in to her family life and and yeah. just kind of showing where she comes from you know like you had said before and kind of why she is the way she is I mean look at what she's been around yeah they all fight with each other they're all rude and mean to each mm-hmm. other like no wonder she doesn't get it I don't see any compassion from any of them no. even the grandmother that was is- like you don't look good and oh my God. <laughs> you know I mean don't get me wrong my grandma was a, was a feisty one too she used to you know talk smack with the best of them but you know she had you know everybody has their moments and Hannah genuinely loved her so it didn't even bother her but those little snide remarks and all that they happen so often she doesn't even notice she's no. numb to it yeah I can yeah. see that there's a uh, where her insensitivity comes from mm-hmm. and um, lack of awareness. Yeah. people's you know feelings uh but i have to say i loved loved love loved the marriage pep talk grandma gave yes oh, yes that, that was good was just classic it was like you know what one day you're gonna hate each other you're going to wish he dies a absolutely was it painful like a yeah. vile yeah. death yeah. possible <laughs> and then it will pass <laughs> But you do go through those mo- those Absolutely. moments in relationships, yeah. even with you know your boyfriend before he's even your husband. It's like, why did I choose you? You're the worst person on earth. And then the next day, you're like, la la la. Everybody, yeah, everybody. Yeah, that, that's again. just a natural progression of relationships. One Absolutely. day things are amazing, others are like, all right, dude, you're getting on my nerves. I mean, and that's how you know you're really starting to get to know someone yeah. is when they can annoy the crap out of you because that you're just really starting to get to know every aspect <laughs> of that. You know, and I, I think, think, I think everything like, stops <laughs> being cute. It's not so cute. Yeah, Exactly. And I think it kind of goes both ways and then you kind of get over that because, Mm -hmm. you know, people say it takes, you know, it takes however, you know, long before you really start being yourself. Absolutely. In a relationship. Like everybody's putting up a front for like the first year or two. And after, I've always heard that after two years, that's when you know if you're going to stick it out. Yeah, that's that's when you know. Then it's a long time of pretending. That's when mostly you start coming out of the show. I don't know if I can, I would be able to fake it that long. (laughs) Why we got to pretend? I know. I mean, I think, I think it gets shorter and shorter the 
older that you get, hopefully. Yes, but, it does. It does. Yeah. You're like, listen, I don't have time for I hope games, in a few so months I could figure it out. One would think, right? <laughs> like, either you're in or you're out. Figure it out. You just kind of take your, your horse blinders off and be like, okay, I really need to see who you are. <laughs> Look for the red flags. Right. That's why you shouldn't... Uh, <laughs> say it, say it. What? 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 That's why you shouldn't watch. <laughs> I almost said that. I almost said that's why you shouldn't jump into the sack that soon because it clouds your judgment. Your body releases toxins. Like it, it, it makes you, you know, automatically like someone. As women, we re- we release a chemical, and it automatically makes you care more about someone, and you don't even know why, but it's attributed to that chemical. Mm-hmm. And so that changes. <laughs> I mean, but going back to Hannah and Adam, like, look at that. That's all their relationship was in the beginning. Right. It was just a physical relationship, yeah. and she was all Head about him. Heels. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, he's like, okay, is this what she want? And she thinks she wants a boyfriend, and then she can't stand him. Yeah. She wants nothing to do with him. And I think they've kind of, in a smaller way, kind of gone through that already. Yes. And now they're back at the point where the I hate you has got, kind of, they've overcome they that. They have real love now. I believe they're yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. So sweet and cute. I know. I'm really proud of Adam for taking this Broadway role very seriously mm-hmm. because this is the first time we've ever seen him work and so True. although I personally would not date an actor uh, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's telling her the same right so uh, well you Hannah know believes in him so I don't I mean, know we'll where his career is gonna go <laughs> and, and anything's possible any it can survive but I'm with you on that yeah <laughs> he's already you know self-made it's it's a difficult uh, thing to deal with yeah but he's definitely. definitely making it happen and we can see his dedication in this episode where you know he he doesn't want to go with her to you know see her grandmother because he he's prioritizing which is nice mm-hmm. and then of course he, he flies to go see her and he goes back yeah, because he has rehearsal in the morning. So I like that he has his priorities in order, and that's the difference between dating like a actor and like an actor, right. someone that takes their craft seriously. And he's taking it seriously, despite the fact that we don't take, think of him as a very serious person <laughs> about life right. things. That aren't and, emotional. you know, he was there and he actually was the one that told Hannah's grandma that they were getting married and that they were excited about it. And it was a little awkward, but it was cute. Yeah. And, you know, he talks to Hannah's mom and it's just, you know, he's, he's stepping up and he, you know, he was there for her the way that he needed to be. He spent a good amount of time there. He met everyone. He, you know, he, he talked to everyone. and He even jumped on the marriage bandwagon. Yes, he did. They set us up, though, because mm-hmm. I definitely thought that grandma pulled through. I was thinking, like, okay, yeah. she's not, you know, surprise, shocker, she's not going to die. And then surprise, shocker, she dies. And that's usually, unfortunately, the way that it happens, that, you know, there's a, it, get, it has a really bad turn, and then all of a sudden, it's a good turn, and then it's done. I mean, that's kind of... Gosh, you guys are scaring me. I need to call my grandma. That's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that's a Grey's Anatomy fan knows. Just look at what happened to Mark. It's the same Very thing. true. You know, they have the good, and then it's just done. And that's kind of the way that it happened, you know, with my grandma, too. It was like we thought she was turning a corner, and then it just wasn't. So it's, it's sad, and... Where, you know, maybe we'll see how much this is going to affect Hannah, you know, if it does, because, you know, we had the death, she had the death of her boss, and now here's when it's a lot closer to home. Right. Yeah. So how, see some emotion. so yeah. how is she going to deal and with that? We saw that? a little bit of affection this episode. She put her hands on people several times, on her mom for comfort, mm-hmm. and then her cousin for comfort as well. Uh, you see her, you know, rubbing the arm, and then her grandma. Mm-hmm. So we see, you know, Hannah starting to be more affectionate with somebody other than Adam for the first time. Yeah, that's, that. you know, that's very good that you pointed that out, because that is something we haven't seen in a while, where she's, 
try, at least trying to show that she's that she cares and that it does you know matter that they matter to her. Yeah, which you know which is a good thing. But the previews didn't show that she was affected by her grandmother's death. No, the previews show that she's worried about her sex life with Adam. Right. So we'll see if they're just going to kind of skate over this or what you know what's going to happen. I don't know. I mean, I don't see them having an episode where you're at a funeral for the grandmother. It's kind of like they've already she's seen her. She went through the, the, the broken femur, the ammonia, the two cheese sandwiches, and then, bam, a heart attack. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's like, okay, once again, I mean, we only have, what, three episodes left? We have three episodes left. left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Left, thank you. Like, <laughs> can I speak today? Um, <laughs> but it, it's it's the next episodes are, you know, all right, life moves on. And we're going to see, I think, a lot of what life is going to bring Hannah just based on those previews. Right. And Well, and, you know, and the other girls as well. So, Absolutely. well, let's get into some news and gossip. We have some yes. news, right? After Buzz TV News. So, yeah. super exciting. This week it was announced that Adam Driver is actually up for the role of Darth Vader. They haven't said that he's committed to it yet, but um, in Star Wars, which is pretty awesome. The new Star Wars yeah. remake. Well, yeah. Dark Vader. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be kind of like creepy. It's going to be fun to see him as a villain. Absolutely. He's totally dark, so he's perfect for the role. So, mm-hmm. fingers crossed that he gets it. Um, the movie's supposed to release in December of 2015. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, Allison Williams got engaged to her boyfriend of three years. Yeah, so congratulations. Congratulations so, to Marnie. Yeah, <laughs> she can't hold a relationship on the show. She can in real life. And that is a blessing Yay. and wonderful. Yay. So congratulations to <laughs> on your engagement. We wish you well. And uh, yeah, that's it. Awesome. All right, well, let's get into some predictions for next week. And now, you're after Buzz TV. My predictions. I think that Hannah is going to start... Uh, taking some spicy tips and trying to make her relationship and sex life in the bedroom with Adam Pop because she's going to be intimidated, I think, by his uh, acting role on Broadway and thinking that other women are going to be throwing themselves at him. So I think she's going to attribute it to that. Not really sure what's going to go on with the other girls, though. Okay. All right. All right. I think with Hannah and Adam, I think just seeing uh, her and Elijah sitting in bed, you know, with do rags on their heads, eating <laughs> pints of ice cream. Um, I honestly think that she's going to start with all of these planted seeds that have been coming along throughout the episodes. She's going to start reevaluating her relationship. And yes, there's going to be an attempt to spice it up, but will it work? And will it be enough? I don't know. I don't know because you know, like I said, they're they're young love. They can easily still grow apart. Mm-hmm. She still has so much she wants to accomplish, and he's he's not doesn't really have goals like that, which is why the marriage conversation couldn't really be put on the table. It's like a guy doesn't want to necessarily have that conversation unless he knows that he can fully provide for you. Mm-hmm. And most of my guy friends have confirmed that. So if they can't feel like they can take care of you, that's not going to be on the table at all. Right. So Especially if he's barely taking care of himself. Yeah. Right? I mean, grandma's been paying his rent up until now, 800 bucks a month. It's not enough for that <laughs> yeah. apartment. But yeah. her paycheck is how much her apartment is and she's going to be coming into a lot of money and that can play a role on the relationship you know like here I am bringing in all the money what are you bringing in yeah and that can become a conflict so we'll see um as far as um Shoshana and Jessa we see that you know they go to dinner with um oh somebody somebody actually put on the YouTube comments what his name was well Jessa's already going down like the bad hill we see she's back to oh, yeah. her she's old partying. ways and she's hanging out with her rehab buddy and it's just not okay but I think there's going to be a lot of conflict now that they're bringing his daughter into the picture mm-hmm. and so that'll be interesting to see what evolves with that now as far as Marnie's concerned you know we see her finally finally going and asking for um 
possibly mm-hmm. this job. I hope she gets it. I hope this brings her back to her A game. And well, I, I, yeah, I, I wonder if she's going because you know it's going to be an assistant for her friend that decided to open up a gallery, right. which is going to be which I, in itself is a big ego hit to her. They're not even friends, so it's like an acquaintance of yeah. her. So I wonder if she's going to be big enough or be able to swallow her pride and take it. And she better. Kinda, she doesn't yeah. have a choice. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, honey, yeah. you don't have a choice. You do what you love and you take what you can get and right. you deal with it later. Take it as a stepping stone, a learning opportunity, and grow from it. And then be smart enough to start your own thing. Exactly. This girl did. She was working for Booth Jonathan. She now has a name of her own as a result of being connected to him. This could really help her career. So I hope that she takes advantage of that. I hope she does, too. I, yeah, I agree with you both. I, you know, I really, Sweet. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. Well, we'll see. Thank you guys, as always, for hanging out with us we will see you next week make sure to please go to itunes rate and comment the podcast download it it's free and also on youtube we love to hear what you guys think and make sure to always follow us here at after buzz tv on all the social media channels and you can follow me at kelly with an ie 079 you can follow me on twitter miriam l gonzalez and all my other stuff is connected there so follow the trail <laughs> you guys can play with my twitter or stroke my instagram day or night at spicy underscore mari s-p-i-c-y underscore m-a-r-i you just know how to make a girl blush <laughs> <laughs> three episodes left we'll see you guys next week yes <laughs> from executive producers maria Manunos, kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here, and be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later.